Check, check. Welcome back, friends. Sorry for the inconvenience, and I, I think you can see and hear me now. I'll start again from the beginning. Uh, ordinary time, extraordinary days, why I'm glad I'm still learning. Uh, the Apostle Paul was a learner, a lifelong learner, and you can be a lifelong learner also. Let me read the text, Philippians, a letter to the church in Philippi that Paul wrote, chapter 3, beginning at first, verse 4b, and I'll read through verse 14. If someone else thinks they have reason to put confidence in the flesh, I have more, Paul says. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, and in regard to the law, a Pharisee. As for zeal, persecuting the church. As for righteousness, based on the law, the rule of law, I was faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things, lost it all. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in Christ, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of His resurrection and participation in His sufferings, becoming like Him in His death, and so somehow, somehow, attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus, the reading of God's holy word. So I have this, I have this little plaque in my office. Uh, I may have mentioned this before. It's written by Michelangelo, and it, it says, I am still learning. I love this plaque. It's, it's chipped on the edges now because it fell and broke on the last earthquake or two that we've had. But what a, a great reminder that, yeah, we're all perfectly imperfect and still in process. We still are in growth. We still are in God. We still are in gospel. And I mean, if it's good enough for Michelangelo, right, the painter of the Sistine Chapel, the sculptor of the statue of David, a man who was a poet, an architect, the humility of I am still learning is striking. It's reminiscent of Socrates, who also said, the wise person knows that they really know nothing. What an inspiring reminder that we're all still learning. Paul writes this morning, a great before life in Christ, his conversion to Christ, 
and then life after Christ. Paul gives us in this text his witness. Paul in this text gives us a testimony. Paul had lots of titles. Paul had lots of degrees. Paul had everything. But he considers it rubbish, a loss for the sake of knowing Christ. Titles mean nothing. Testimonies mean everything. Four reasons to be a lifelong learner in Christ. The audit of Christ is real. Christ is auditing our life with us as we listen to our life, lay it, lay it bare before Christ. There is an audit of our life that is real. And Paul starts out this text almost, you know, obnoxiously flamboyant. He just starts listing all of his greatest achievements. Valedictorian, PhDs, great debater, great communicator. A Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee of Pharisees, and even a persecutor of those who follow in the way of Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, Paul had lots of titles. Paul had titles. But by the time we're done with this text, Paul will have a testimony. Now I realize that not all of us have that kind of a resume. Our vitas aren't long. Our CVs are filled with less accomplishments and more failures. Some of us come to Christ through, through the joy of celebration. Others of us come to Christ through the gulp. Through the, oh no. <laughs> through the hiding under a blanket under a bed. The pain of life. I'm thinking of Bill W., who tried to white-knuckle his way to sobriety and realized he, he just couldn't do it. He needed other people, and he's the founder, Bill W., is of Alcoholics Anonymous. Bill W. didn't have titles. Bill W. had a label, and it wasn't a good label at that. He was one of the ones that was lost to society, thrown away to society, put away in a mental institution as a cure for the disease. Bill was no Paul. Bill had a label. But in and through Christ, that label was turned to liberation. He realized he needed people, and he was liberated from an addiction. Paul at the top of his game, Bill W. at the bottom of his game. Both lost everything, and in losing everything, gain even more. Paul went from titles to testimony. Bill W. went from label to liberation. The audit of Christ is real if we're honest. Christ never leaves us where we're at always brings us forth to testimony, to liberation, 
to new life. Second reason I think it's important to be a lifelong learner is our past is for learning purposes only. Listen to Paul again. Whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I consider them garbage or rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in Christ. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes through the law, but that which is by faith in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Throughout this whole text, I found something curious. There is not one imperative in these verses, which for the Apostle Paul is very, very odd. Paul is laden, littered with do this, don't do that, be this, be that. There's no imperatives in this text. It's just slowing down our life to humbly listen to the audit of Christ and to recognize to recognize that no matter how great we've been in the past or how at the bottom of the barrel or at the end of our rope we've been our past is for learning purposes only Paul says I consider it all loss it's rubbish doesn't mean anything doesn't matter. This text is just about listening to the audit of Christ in your life. Listen to your life. No matter how great you think you are, you're not. No matter how throwaway you think you are and undeserving, you're not that either. This text is a move from achieving in Paul to receiving the gift of God in Jesus Christ. This table is about that move. This table is not about achieving anything. It's about receiving. This text is about the life of Bill W. Moving from gulp, my life's a mess, it's over, it's horrible, I'm nobody, I'm a throwaway. It's the move from gulp, gulp, to the open hand of God and Jesus Christ, the open hand of grace. This table is about that move. Paul also says there's nothing, and I mean nothing, that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And wherever you are, say amen. The third reason to be a lifelong learner my friends, there's power when we live into the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you have your Bible open, I'd encourage you to underline verse 10. Maybe even verse 11. Listen to what Paul says. Christ's audit is real. None of it matters in the past. This is the only thing that matters right now moving forward. It's meaning and purpose and significance. And he says this, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings 
becoming like Him in His death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. This week I I read that over and over and over and over again. As we anticipated approaching the table on World Communion Sunday, that's a, a striking reminder of the crucifixion of Christ on Good Friday. What I found curious in these two verses is yes, Paul recognizes the sufferings of Christ in his death on Friday, but he elevates the power of the resurrection on Easter Sunday. I wonder how often Protestants need a little less focus on Friday and more on Sunday. Because the power of the resurrection is what enables us to move from achievement and achieving to receiving. It's the power of the resurrection that allows us to move from gulp, my life is terrible, to receiving grace. Otherwise, if it's only Friday, it's just a bad news story. To me, this is a curious case A profoundly curious case of saying yes to the crucifixion, but saying yes, yes, and more yes to the power of Easter Sunday and resurrection. Because the resurrection of God in Jesus Christ is what liberates and unleashes and unchains and gives us a meaning and a future and a purpose and a hope. The fourth reason to be a lifelong learner we live one moment at a time, step by step. We don't regret and linger the past, it's been considered rubbish. We don't future trip about tomorrow because today we can live into the power of the resurrection. It's never about winning. It's only about finishing. We finish. Paul is asking us to plod our faith. To take one step in front of the other every single day. To live in step with the Spirit of God during the times, the signs of the times. Even when the signs of the times and the Zitzimleben of the day is filled with bad news stories and exhaustion and anxiety and more exhaustion and more and more exhaustion and uncertainty and fear. But all of those have, in the words of our friend Len Plick, an antidote. The antidote to that is plotting resurrection life one step, one day at a time. That's what it means to live into the power of the resurrection, not the gloom of the death of the crucifixion. When, uh, when we lived in Seattle, we had, Dawn had a gal friend and, and her husband was more of an acquaintance for me, Ed. Ed was, Ed was like 65 years old, but he, he was one of these guys that was way older than he looked. In other words, he was 60-some years old, but he looked like he was 30, right? I come to find out that Ed is a rock climber. 
a mountain climber, and not just a novice, but he would lead expeditions up Mount Rainier and back, which is not a small task. And he's also climbed bigger mountains in Europe. I don't even know the names of them because I'm not a rock climber. People die when you go rock climb, mountain climbing. I'm not really interested in that. I'm kind of wimpy. But I found out from Ed, who was a Sherpa and a guide, and it would lead teams. I said, Ed, when you get higher and higher and you get less and less oxygen, how do you walk? He said, Tobin, first, you're in great shape. And second of all, you'd be amazed at how slow plotting your steps actually is. He said, sometimes you would have to wait a minute to catch your breath just to take one more step. And you were all clamped in. Sometimes it was so high you'd have to throw a little oxygen in. And then another step. The closer you get to the summit, it got slower. Being a lifelong learner means that even in the moments when we're that uncertain, the power of the resurrection is the inertia and the energy that allows us to live and breathe one step at a time. So even when the air might feel thin in your life, like it might even feel right now, the power of the resurrection of God and Jesus Christ allows us to plod faith, the energy and the inertia, Holy Spirit-driven, one step at one time. How many of you rely on your title more than your testimony? How many of you let your gulp get in the way of grace? Titles are fine, but testimonies are desired. Gulps are a moment. Grace is a transformation. And how do we do it, Paul says? I forget what is behind and I strain towards what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Today, if you've never written your testimony, life before Christ, life coming to Christ, and life after Christ, I encourage you to do it. For those of you that have done that, but you're tired, you're exhausted, you're uncertain, Friday is more real to you than the power of Resurrection Sunday, I want to encourage you to take the step-by-step -step challenge. And the step-by-step -step challenge is just real simple. 
no matter how beaten down you are, no matter how thin the air might be, no matter how tired you are of sitting around at home, wondering if you're going to get the vid. That's what we call it at our house. Just take the step by step challenge.